Leaping forward bionically. Truck jewels. Like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Shane. Shane. Oh, word. Damn, left me hanging. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't looking at you. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I know my man, Jeff. A lot won't keep me. My man. That's friendship right there. I learned from Shane's example. See you. <laughs> uh, and of course, a uh, new uh, compadre joining us. Give it up, Brendo. He came ready. I came ready. Okay. I'll stop messing with you. two rehearsals to go to. Just remember, I'm here every week. All right. All right. Nah, nah, like, nah, nah, it's all love. Appreciate it. And we have an awesome action packed, fun filled show for you because it's all love. We have WWE SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver. About to get raw, about to get real. What I say, I say, yep, yep, yeah. I'm actually unfamiliar with that reference. <laughs> 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 All right. Also, we are bringing you Marvel's 80th anniversary edition. This was a nice and long textbook length repeat of the first four stories Marvel ever brought you. After the most popular two stories Marvel ever brought you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll go into that. We are also talking about Rocco's modern life. Rocco's modern life. Someone's so, so sad that Rocco isn't here today. Rocco. Yo, you know what? I, I, I couldn't do that to him. I couldn't do that to him. Our other gaming correspondent is Rocco. And yeah, you were really looking forward to just like calling really? him out of that word. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Alright, and we were closing out with the new Seth Rogen produced comedy Good Boys. He is, is he? Seth, yo, I'll give it yeah. to him, man. The dude's on the hustle. You know, that is what's up. He has shows coming out and mm-hmm. movies, not to mention his acting. Yeah. He's everywhere right now. You give him two months, he'll have a fragrance. No, I would be real curious of what that would smell like, honestly. Weed. weed. Yeah. Lots of weed. But probably the dankest weed ever. Oh. Seth Rogen brings you the skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now let's get right into it. Oh, Jer, I want you to give me the rundown. What happened with WWE SummerSlam? Uh, not much! Accurate! <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah, uh, it was WWE's second biggest show of the year, and they had, uh, like, 12 matches-ish, and they, you know, not a lot of notable things happened coming out of the, uh, the event. Uh, Seth Rollins re-won the Universal title from Brock Lesnar, and a bunch of matches were pretty okay. That was <laughs> it. Uh, Bailey retained her SmackDown Women's title versus Ember Moon. Uh, uh, Becky Lynch retained her title from Natalia. Uh, I so that was that was the opener. Yes, Becky yeah. and, and Natalia was the opener. I actually really liked it as an opener. Yes, I, I think too. it was a, a very good tone setter. Right uh, for the for the full show. Um, I let, I think it told a really good story. It, it actually told a story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was nice. Yeah, that shouldn't be something that surprises you though. Like, I mean, well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, I mean theoretically. Yeah. Like that's where they're messing yeah. up. Theoretically, you shouldn't be surprised by it. <laughs> it, it didn't suck. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, yes. You know, here's the, here's the thing though. For the big WWE shows, they don't mm-hmm. care about matches. Like, I think the longest match of the night, and the best match, was uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Charlotte. Flair. Mm -hmm. That was only 16 minutes. Yep. So everything else, Becky Lynch and Natalya's 12, that was second place, I think. And everyone else was, like, less than 10 minutes of actual, like, belt-to-belt match time. So you don't have time to really tell a story. They just want, like, an impactful moment. And, I mean, they most of them had, like, one thing or another that was memorable, Mm -hmm. uh, which is fine. I thought it was a good show. It's not like... Yeah, not like... 
blow me out of the water. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta sign up for the WWE Network and watch this immediately. <laughs> like, good, but like I was, you know, it was on and I was watching it and I enjoyed it and that was, you know, about it. Uh, more my speed was the NXT Takeover the night before. Um, Shocking. Yeah, I NXT, know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that the NXT show is going to be the yeah the wrestling it. focused and better but, show of the weekend. Oh, the for guys sure. with something to prove. I can't see that. <laughs> yeah. so, also, yeah. it's a five matches in about two and a half hours, maybe three ish. I, yeah, about, I think it was three hours. Yeah. There's one dead spot, which you're going to have to have. Right. Uh, the, the women's title match. Yeah. Shayna yeah. versus Maya Yim. Not a great story. Like, I thought it was a, a good great, story. But... I think it was a good story leading up to it. Interesting. Um, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that it was worthy of a title match, and I'm not sure that it yeah. was worthy of a takeover title match. Right. But, yeah. Oh, like that, and so that... And, Unfortunately, you could tell that that was the one down spot in right. the entire card. The the crowd just wasn't feeling it. They didn't really yeah. strike when the iron was hot with Maya. Right. Um, but other than that, the the rest of that card was top to bottom great as as you expect. From, yeah, from yeah. Takeover is always good. Uh, WWE SummerSlam it delivered on what it was to, it was trying to do. Yeah, which is pretty fair. Um, yeah, unfortunately. But- I think it's a little surprising as the second biggest show of the year. Yeah, uh, it's a thing. it's a extender show. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a lot of stories that you thought were going to wrap up at the time, and then a lot of shows decided to, or a lot of the programs actually just had a pause, and they were the yeah. first step in the trilogy. And um, not sure that that's not sure that that's what you want to do for a SummerSlam, but no. you wrapped up with you wrapped up with Brock. Losing, which was an interesting thing. Like, yeah. Got to see where he's going to go from here. But I feel like it's to please the crowd, though. Yeah, oh, exactly. Like, that yeah. pleased the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh, did please the crowd. That was a good up note uh, to finish on. I thought, how did you like the match overall? Like Seth versus Brock in a bubble. I thought it was a good match. Okay, I didn't think it matched with the story they were telling in the like four or five weeks beforehand. Because like every week was like Brock Lesnar is just ruining Seth Rollins' life. He's just showing up and throwing him into ring posts and then slamming him into an ambulance yep. then he's picking up the ambulance and throwing that out a window <laughs> like and then and Seth Rollins Which I thought is, was Braun Strowman's yeah, yeah. regardless <laughs> and Seth Rollins is like coming out with like his ribs taped and he's like barely able to walk and he's just running straight into Brock and getting beat up and then SummerSlam comes along and Seth Rollins is like 90% fine yep. he wrestles a Seth Rollins match and beats Brock Lesnar with his normal like move set yeah <laughs> So an but it was exciting. Yeah, fun. it was it was exciting. Yeah. It was it was definitely it definitely sent the crowd home happy. Um, compare that to AJ Styles and Ricochet. Oh yeah. So you've got Seth Rollins and Ricochet kind of on the same path, mm-hmm. and both having you know basically being beat up for the entire run up. Yep. And you have Ricochet doing all these amazing things with you know the the running over. Club, yep. running over Gallows and Anderson to yeah, get to AJ. Stepped on their shoulders. Stepping to on the shoulders a... to do a Hurricane Rana on the outside, which was, I think, probably, I, I might, uh, that's definitely in the top five mm-hmm. moments of, of the entire weekend. Um, and the, the, the springboard, the one-legged like springboard, springboard yeah. elbow drop, selling the leg. Uh, I thought I thought Ricochet did fantastic. Yeah, and, but that was a good match. Good that match. was, yeah. Um... Again, I wish I had more time, sure. but otherwise, yeah, uh, that was probably my second favorite match of the night. Maybe first. Depends. 
Uh, I'd have to watch them again. But yeah, I, what'd you think of Trish Stratus versus uh, Charlotte? Trish and Charlotte, I thought. Yeah, I, I did not think that this storyline was going oh, no. to deliver. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure how I feel about this whole. Let's bring the old timers in yeah. for one last run. And that's <laughs> their only story. Yeah, like, well, I, I love the concept of Trish Stratus being an old timer. Yeah, well, she's sure. like, yeah, right. No, I, I, I'm aware she's been in this for a long time. Yeah, but she's yeah. like what? She's 41. 40, 41. Yeah, 41. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. Oh, well, excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't know how you're pulling them off Geritol to wrestle. I mean, to be fair, wrestler's career usually ends by 50. By by 12. Yeah, no, I get it. Like yeah. their lives usually end yeah. by like. <laughs> 67 at most. Yeah, at like, most, Crush died at like what, 42? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a big map, and the numbers are all over the place. All right. <laughs> For every Bruno San Martino, yeah. you get someone dying in the ring with a yeah. broken neck. Yeah. 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 No, no, Taz. I hurt my neck. Let me just talk on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Looks for a wrestler. She's getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. But not as a human being. Right. Right. The story, though, I thought in the actual match. Yeah. Great. Great story. Really good send off. Um. Again. A moment for WWE. Yeah. A a a moment of and and I think they did it the right way too. With yeah. with Charlotte going over, Charlotte oh, yeah. the Definitely. new you know, kind of the, the new leader, as it were, still trying to establish that over Becky, which mm. we know that story and yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. probably get that story in another couple of months leading up to the next mania, but sure. Um I thought the, the I thought Trish versus Charlotte was, was really Yeah. Cool. yeah. I, I liked it. Um Trish did a great job, uh, yeah. despite especially for someone who hasn't really wrestled in like right. eight years. Um, yeah, it's it's weird because the women just didn't really have stories going in. I think that yeah. made it fall flat, like to the point where the SmackDown Women's Title with uh, Bailey and Ember Moon and uh, Charlotte and Trish didn't have like video packages right. leading up uh, to them, yeah. yep. so they just kind of jumped into the match, and uh, it worked out for one of them. And the, I wish the Bailey Ember Moon match had a better reaction. I thought they yeah. like did good. But the crowd was just like, "What is this? I don't know what this is. Right. I'm going to the the, the concession. Concession, yep. yeah. yeah. That, that's so, your impression of every, every, every crowd member. Yeah. I've been there. Hands on their hips. I believe I declare it's time for some snacks. Yeah. I, I did that at least twice yeah. during WrestleMania. <laughs> so, yeah. In that, I mean, seven hours, you gotta yeah. eat sometime. Right, exactly. Like, I love the idea of you getting up in righteous indignation. <laughs> Excuse I, me, I have to pee. It's like, well, I never. I, I like Roman Reigns, but I have seen his entrance. I can get some coffee and some french fries. They don't go together, but I'll get them anyway. I need them right now. I mean, is that what you normally get? No, that's what I got at WrestleMania. I was just like, you gotta stay awake. Yeah, I was like, I was sleepy, and also I was hungry. I couldn't. Yeah, Listen, a bunch of stuff like, happened I that know, I couldn't get dinner beforehand. To, maybe he's trying to find a balance between yeah. something that makes you go and something that clogs you up. So he, he'll I'm a hidden I, genius. I, I thought his motivation was, you know, anyone can stay up with caffeine, but that's a reflux. That's how you really be alert. Damn, wow, you uh, hardcore, man. I'm scared yeah. of you. Um, and yeah. then I think the final thing that we kind of... Oh, well, so no. Two things that we have yeah. to touch on. Goldberg Ziggler. Oh, yeah. So I so I actually I didn't I didn't I can't say that I fully enjoyed that match yeah. because 
I also had to tune into watch WWE oh! Watch Along on <laughs> yeah. the YouTube channel. Yeah. Because Matt Riddle was I saw that, there. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't sure, uh, the last, I don't know, several weeks, Matt Riddle, who's a NXT superstar, has been kind of bagging on the old timers and he got really indignant and yeah. really upset at the uh, Goldberg match with the with the Undertaker. Yeah. So he's kind of been calling him out, and he's kind of been dogging him for it's a while. It's been a long time, yeah. I think with other old times, it's been like they respond to him, and he's like, you know, sticking up for himself. Exactly. But Goldberg's a very like, I don't like this guy and what yeah. he does in the ring kind of a yeah. feeling. I'm, I'm not your bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so they they uh, the two of them have been dogging for for a while, and then at the event, uh, Riddle was backstage because he was going to be on the watch along, and he was going to be at the show. And so they apparently crossed paths in the hallway yeah, and had a way. conversation. And Matt Riddle's thing is everybody's a bro. Yeah. So like it's it's bro this, bro that, very stoner culture. Um, and Goldberg's response to him was just, I'm not your bro. So okay. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I feel like it's a very like soldier boy ice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Then uh, like, you should be mentoring yeah. me. Like my dad, he's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And so you I'm know, Jack there but you for no reason. Goldberg <laughs> came out person. and you know kind of did his his shtick. Yeah. Uh, so the actual match, I thought was great because they gave you the shock intro where Ziggler hits a super kick as soon as the bell rings, and you're like, oh. Yeah. They actually might do this. Goldberg might actually like get sent off into the sunset on his back the same way that that you know worked with Trish and yep. it, like it's gonna work. Nope, he's yep. up in two seconds and he's spearing uh, Goldberg. Yeah, or he's spearing Ziggler. Yeah, four times in a row. Oh. My favorite thing is that he was probably thinking of Matt Riddle. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he just <laughs> saw Matt. Like he saw the blonde hair. Yeah, and, like, not quite as good abs, but he just saw like you know, <laughs> the, the Ziggler's wearing boots versus yeah bare feet, <laughs> the bare feet, but. Yeah, so that so watching those two things, yeah, uh, side by <laughs> side, watching watch along and Riddle watching Goldberg and Goldberg in the other window, like that one was that was the entertaining. I think that was yeah. the best way to enjoy that oh, match. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, the after match was the best part, right? Though, because uh, after the match, Dolph Ziggler got on the microphone. He went full like, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, he went Jeff Hardy <laughs> in two thousand and two, where he you know he grabs a microphone and he. You know, I you, you can't beat me. I'm yeah. still standing. Goldberg comes down, steers him again. Yeah, beats him up Ten again. <coughs> and then it happens again. Happens the, again. The, the second time, I was like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Like, whatever. But then, like, the third time, when he's like, you're not mad enough to beat me after <laughs> being beaten twice yep. yeah. in 30 seconds. And and he, they, they actually tried to do the rub. They, yeah. they gave, Goldberg came down, I think it was the third or fourth time he came yeah. down, and he looks Ziggler in the, in the eye, and he's, you know, pats him on the shoulder, and it's like, oh, it's a good rub. No, nope. spear. Yeah, it was just to right. set him up to get knocked just out another setup. Yeah, and, and I, I don't really know what's going on with Dolph Ziggler. I feel like maybe his contract says he doesn't want to work pay per views for more than a minute. I get Ow. apparently. Yeah, I'd book him against Goldberg every night. Yeah, book him against Goldberg and book him against Brock. Yeah, and he's setting them, uh, set him up for work just to make Goldberg look better. Like it did with uh, uh, no, I think I think this was because Goldberg's match with Undertaker was so bad mm -hmm. that he wanted to go out and like leave with like a yeah. positive uh, memory. Yeah, well, if he's doing like Undertaker, he'll be back in two months. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> so uh, the I, I forgot. Now there are two things left. Yeah. So uh, going switching gears to Takeover. Yeah, the main event of mm. Takeover. Yeah, Adam Cole, Bebe. Yeah, versus Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. 
Two out of three falls stipulation match. Yep. Each match was, a, or each fall was a different uh, match type. Yep. So first one was a wrestling match. Straight up wrestling match. Second match was a street fight. And then a third fall, quote unquote, if they needed it, was a cage with a bunch of weapons uh, House of Horrors attached match. to it. An Ambrose Asylum, if you will. Amber- <laughs> oh, I guess that's still uh, that's still under the WWE yeah. trademark. It would so be, yeah. That, sure. Mitch, uh, Mitch the Potted Plant's <laughs> greenhouse of mauling. <laughs> Damn, uh, what we got next? Thunderdome. Yeah. yeah uh, Cockfighting. Yeah, I'll get in here and you do Indian burns yeah. until when he's <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, I thought that match was was really good. Yeah. Went about an hour. Every fall was about uh, averaged about twenty minutes. Yep. Which all of them told really great stories. A um, little bit telegraphed. A little bit, yeah. Um, kind of an interesting little thing where you know Johnny wrestling. He's supposed to be the mat technician, and he's you know the greatest wrestler alive. I, that, that's Austin Aries. Well, I hope yeah, they need the sport after. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, ends the first fall with a chair shot. Yes. And so you he think... Locked, he cost himself the cost first himself. fall by DQ so that he could beat up Adam Cole more and then right. get another win. In a street street fight, which I thought was a really good... Again, yeah. it's, a, it's a story that's been told before, but I thought it was a really good story to tell. Yeah. The actual House of Horrors, if you want to call it, the Asylum yeah. match, really good. Yeah. A lot crammed into 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, it was a lot a lot <laughs> of, already going on for 40 yeah it's a very uh it felt like a separate match from a different night right in some ways yeah. but it was yeah. good but it was good exciting and interesting finish everyone, yeah i think everyone kind of saw it coming uh, like you've got you know so the the way that they had the ring set up they had one board in one corner of the cage yeah um and then just lay kind of flat, lay like, flat a, like a platform that somebody could maybe climb up on and stand on, possibly. I would have never thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're ever gonna maybe get there and yeah. go there for a finish. Oh, oh look! <laughs> yeah. The match ended as soon as they all climbed up yeah, to the They climbed to, to the, the top, top, they threw each other off. Uh, yep. They got a board in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's every table, but yeah. <laughs> uh, which they went through, yeah, and then Adam Cole. Every chair, every, every kendo yeah. stick for, for yeah. some reason. It's any, wrestling. Right? Essentially, yeah. any random foreign object, yeah. If, yeah. Had, if it has been floating around yeah. the ring. Especially you if it's been zip tied to the cage. It's never been more interesting than the ring bell. Yeah, oh yeah. When you have when you have the announcement bell and it's like, okay, there's a ladder there, they're gonna use that. There's a chair there, obviously it's working in. But when cats grab the bell, they they needed that beforehand. You know, I didn't I didn't see him going there. Just, well they're Phew. calling the round. Yeah. A thing that, that you know, I haven't seen that in a while. Like that, that, the, that ring bell? The, the ring bell. Like, yeah. the ring bell was used to your point, like yeah. almost you know, at least monthly, way back in the day, you know, it was one of the weapons in WWF No Mercy. Yeah, as long as they play that, that bell sound yeah. when someone gets hit, it's always gonna land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're never gonna see someone get hit with a bell like object, and if it didn't ding, you'd be a little disappointed. Yeah, now, honestly, it's ex- it's expensive. It's a good I, sound. I, I'd, I'd yeah. be not disappointed. I'd be pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ding. It's like you promised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, be, I'd be like, Jerry, I don't, be- I can't believe this. I have to pay. I have to pay. I'm very happy. Yeah, we know you're you actually can. looking for the sound like, guy. Like, why are you asleep at the wheel? Yeah, exactly. come on, buddy. I paid my ticket. You, yeah. <laughs> Where's my game? <laughs> He's just like, yeah, security. <laughs> Like, I'm not leaving till I get yep. my ding. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so how did this pan out? Because, I mean, you sounded pretty blase, but y'all yeah. just... 
Like, I, really gotten into it. it sounds I like mean, it was Takeover was fantastic. Takeover was um, really good. Yoshirai versus Candice LeRae was my match of the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, just, they packed a lot of... Finally, two A-plus wrestlers got to have an A-plus match. Yeah. And it really overshadowed everything that happened afterwards. But still, great Takeover. Yeah. Good SummerSlam. Not good SummerSlam. Yeah. I'm Rated not. Be- best moment of SummerSlam, which we haven't, we actually haven't touched on yet. What's yours? Absolutely, the Fiend debut. Oh, yeah! I keep forgetting because it's the not fiend. really a match. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no. So, an, 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 like, that's a great point. Yeah. Though. Like, um, you're right though. Yeah. So, Ray Wyatt, he's got his, he's he's reincarnated again. Um, he's gone through his uh, Firefly Funhouse. Shtick. For yeah. He's been he's been like a creepy kid show host. Yeah. For like. Yeah. Five or maybe like two months now. It's about two months. Yeah, two two to three months. You never quite knew when he was gonna show up. There's like a dark undertone. Like he'll he'll be like, "Oh, kids, we're gonna paint a picture," and then it's like a house burning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this they gave him a lot of leash, and he has run with it, and he is he is taken off. Um, everyone was kind of waiting to see what in the world this was going to build to. About three weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, the Fiend debuted, yeah. and so it's a new, brand new character. Um, he is—he's got a—he's got a mask. He's got dreads. He's, you yeah. know, gloved up. He's got hurt and heal on his two gloves. Yep. Um, really hey, kind of like hold up, hold up. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like he's doing the Radio Raheem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty yep, much. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And, but uh, it's like the mask. I, I was I gonna say because love and hate would have been too blasé. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> you can't be hack now. Yeah. His mask is like a scary Joker mask, yeah. like like the Joker in like the more recent Batman comics where his face has been torn off yeah. and they um, staples it back on. It's like that. It was designed by uh, Tom. Zabini. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. creepy uh, and super creepy when yeah. they did it on well, that show. Well, now it's on a wrestler. And well, it's I, I would think be, I think be more a little more appropriate. He'd have like the beard shaved off and then <laughs> a, a, a fake beard stapled. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might yeah. go, I go into the hokey. No, line. if you see yeah. if you see this dude, yeah, that's that that, that yeah. Dude. He'll he'll pull it off. He he's awesome. pulled off a lot of a lot of hokey stuff, and he has made yeah really scary. You're right. That um, was the best part, match of the yeah. best moment of SummerSlam yeah. for sure. And and his his new debut. He debuted a new theme song. So yeah. one of one of the things that um, from the Funhouse has been his new catchphrase. Yowie wowie, <laughs> and but he always does it like really upbeat when he's yeah. in the fun house. Like, Yowie wowie, yeah, and and now it's turned into a really creepy Yowie wowie. <laughs> man not on the list. My thing is, I think Might wholesome be. things are inherently creepy. Yeah, that's like, part of the know. fun of it. Yeah, the yeah. most more wholesome something is presented to me, the more creepy it is. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. that's and like it's kind of the idea. Of that's exactly the idea. Yeah, time they show those old like you know bits of footage with someone in like a 1950s suit. Yeah, you know, yep. a, and when they're too happy. They're too happy. Pee Wee -wee Herman, all the way. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no. See, he takes it into the right kind of weird, so I'm okay with it. You saying that now? Back then, when when you were old enough, when you anybody remember that commercial with Bob and why Bob was so happy? Yeah, we knew why Bob was so happy though, because when you see Bob's wife and and, and her shattered pelvis. Yeah, yeah, we know it's what. But they all had like the 1950s aesthetic, yeah, and they were smiling yeah. really big, and yeah. that freaked me out. It reminds me of that um that music video by Soundgarden on Black Hole Sun. Yes, and and to me that was the creepiest thing I had ever yeah. seen as a kid. Right. So yes, that particular bright cherry, super happy aesthetic creeps me out. Yes, yeah, that's the aesthetic that he's got as a show host. 
and then he turns on the darkness, and yep. it's very dark. It's very dark. I almost prefer the darkness. One of his transitional moves was snapping Finn Balor's neck. So there, I had that problem. That, that was one of the problems yeah. I had, because I had, I had I had a bit of problem with, with the actual match. The yeah. actual entrance and the presentation oh, yeah. way is phenomenal. The match got went off the rails a little bit because again you've got you've got a guy like basically doing a neck snap you know kind of chiropractic adjustment yeah and that's not the end of the match later, yeah it's yeah. not the end of the match and two minutes later um, finn who again we haven't even talked about yeah is back up doing his kind of main offense and you're just yeah. kind of like Mm, I saw you die. Yeah, yeah, like that should not have. Okay, that's no, no, not. It's just a realignment. Yeah, it's just a little. Yeah, like Finn's like, like my sacroiliac. Yeah, He's like actually, I feel better now. Yeah, yeah. Roddy Piper. Someone came over the. Maybe he yeah. touched him with the, the heel hand instead of the hurt hand. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's yeah, wrestling. He's wrestling better. <laughs> it's like it's like a stand in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He just did the wrong thing. My my neck's been out for years. Thank you. I feel much better. Yeah, but they they. They finished it really well. Like Bray, you know, kind of came back. He used the mandible claw now, which was mankind's old move. Yep. Um, and you know, and then he's. But my my favorite part about uh, of, about the fiend is that they really sold it. Yeah. Because normally every time you know there there was a return the next night on Raw and commentaries talking all through it and they're throwing in their catchphrases. This one is. Everyone is silent, yeah, and you can watch and hear what's happening in the arena. You're not being bombarded by, you know, all the catchphrases yeah. and, and all the commentary. Finn Balor so, was looking scared, even though he has his own demon kind of thing going on. That one's gonna be a good. So that's gonna be a great setup. Probably see that in Survivor Series, the yeah. demon versus the fiend. That's gonna be awesome. It's going to the match might be shorter as is. Typical, yeah. the, the match will be shorter than the entrances, yeah. but the entrances are going to be a, a spectacle to be yeah. in. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that was like a great, like, that's that's probably the top moment from the weekend. Yeah. Great wrap up. Nice. So, all right. So, what's the next pay-per-view then? The next pay-per-view, there's a NXT UK takeover yeah. on August 31st, um, and Night of Champions at, uh... Uh, in September, September mid-September yeah, yeah. alright looking forward to you, you want to come and give us the lowdown yeah absolutely I'll right. be watching stardom wrestling until then so <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll be watching Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling <laughs> <laughs> alright so now Shayna yes. are you ready to talk about some Marvel sure cool cause we got to check out Marvel's 80th anniversary special edition and I did not expect this to be so damned long oh I love God, Marvel so books long. but yeah it was it was like mm. the bible it was, it was the <laughs> text was so tiny. Oh, yes it was. Single <laughs> back in the day. Alright, so if anyone unfamiliar, what we're talking about is this year marks Marvel's 80th anniversary in business. And to do this, um, they've uh, actually, not just this, but they've actually done kind of an homage to their previous anniversary specials by re-releasing uh, the first Marvel major story, uh, which was the story of the original Human Torch. Mm -hmm. Not Johnny Storm, but the original Human, Human Torch. Torch. And not Herbie the Robot and that whack-ass psychic. <laughs> no, the original original who was an android. You know, yeah. that story, the first story of uh, Namor the Submariner, the first story of uh, the Masked Rider, who we all know is one of the biggest characters now, right? I know, Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and some of these old tales were freaking raw. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. 
Yeah, so many people died in so many terrible ways. And really, uh, sometimes really unnecessary ways. Yeah. Like, man, that dude did not have to die. Mm. That was just reckless. Mm. <laughs> left and right. And what Marvel did is they compacted the, uh, compiled these stories into one collection. Not just these original, um, these, uh, original four stories, but then the previous uh, remastered and retold versions that they've released over the years, including uh, when they retold the Human Torch story in the 90s, when they brought back the the, uh, the original Matt, um, Masked Rider story with like new coloring and new lettering and all that mm -hmm. stuff, and try to you know church them up for new generations, and you get to see how they've rehashed. Well, not rehashed. They just they re-released the damn stories with a, with, a, with a coat of paint on them. Yes. I mean, it's the same damn story yeah, over and over again, I which mean, means the same <laughs> poor SOBs die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, that's like the one thing that's going to come up constantly over and over oh, again. Oh, God. You, so so much stuff. All right, well, want to give us a quick, uh, a quick breakdown of your impression, too. This is like if Disney gave a re-release of Song of the South every couple of years. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Now, look, Song, Song of the South, I've actually seen it. It's not, like, a terribly made movie. That's not... It's just the incidental racism. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even super okay at the time <laughs> just over the line that people were like mm, this is a little uncomfortable yeah. what I love is it, it, the cultural zeitgeist stretches far enough that if you've ever been to Disney World and been on Splash Mountain and have no know, idea exactly. how that fits into any exactly. Disney property because that's from Song of the South they still do they still play the Bro Bear and Bro Rabbit oh, cartoons they just yeah. repackage them other places hell Zippity Doodah won an Oscar yeah like Zippity Doodah no, no, no! It was just the big happy Negro that was singing. Oh, yeah, the magical Remus. Negro that makes all the white people's lives better. I mean, it's their parent company now. I only say this because, man, there's a lot of incidental racism and sexism. Mm -hmm. In these comics, mm -hmm. like so much. Yes. Also, murder. Um, Callus from Heroes. Yeah. Um, what I what mostly gets me is now I get the Human Torch. They completely redesigned that character. Mm -hmm. Namor. Like it's, it's not any different. He's, no, he's, he's he just, was always kind of a dick. Yes. They just gave him a new direction. But in <laughs> he, the original story he of Namor, crushed which, a diver's head, not knowing <laughs> it was a person inside this suit. <laughs> That was, that was unnecessary. Okay, well, that's an accident. <laughs> and like, oh, Daisy. And yeah, that. no, legit, that's how they played it. <laughs> like, he took off he took off the suits and we're like, oh, snap, these are Earthmen. Yes, and, and then, for anyone who doesn't know that story, you want to say what he did after he found out these were Earthmen. I mean, he didn't really care. No, he did, not just didn't care. He's like, oh, I guess they were actually guys I killed. They're Earthmen. Let me display this dude's body <laughs> just so everyone can see, you know, my handiwork. I'm proud of my trophy. Let me set him up. I mean, he also killed a bunch of people. He blew up a salvage ship <laughs> also with people on it. Like, For they no didn't reason, do anything. They were just trying to find some treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and he just cut their air valve and <laughs> destroyed their rudder. And they ran into a coral reef and exploded. Yo, everything was just extremely horrible in this. Like, raw for no reason. Raw for raw's purpose. Oh my god. And this is how they sold Marvel back in the day. Like, I see the reason for the codes. Like, you know, so... I fought for a split second. Like, you know, that dude McCarthy may have had a... Whoa! <laughs> you know I gotta say, yeah. my favorite probably was, um... Oh god. Their, 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 um... Tarzan 
take. Ah, yes, Kazar. Yeah. Uh, Kazar, brother of Zar the Lion. Yeah. Yeah, that one was interesting. That was great. Well, I'm 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 very familiar with the story of uh, Kamandi. You know the um the uh well the other uh well known uh cave child the other well known blonde haired blue eyed but still somehow from the jungle always, cave child always from always that time. right it doesn't make sense yeah but Kazar was another one where it's like they're taught from, by from the a really natives. rich family they're always white mm. from a really rich family because <laughs> yeah. of course that's how they could afford to be transversing the world in the first place yeah. and their plane goes down or their ship sinks mm. and then they learn the ways of the native or the jungle <laughs> of or the natives something. who live and with bones like, in their nose <laughs> and loincloths and such in 1930 like, word for real this is where we are i'm just like okay sure let's let's go with this but yeah, i love that it, it, has so actually, all, you know, it has all the earmarks of that kind of story from that kind of time um what i what just leaped out at me the most though is the way they illustrate female suffering it's always very erotic looking like the mother's dying of fever but she's like <laughs> it's like what's happening here she's dying of fever but she's like i'm sexy and i'm dying <laughs> and i'm like why are you sexy and dying if i was dying of some sort of jungle fever is what they call it <laughs> the angel has this woman up against the wall and she's just oh like like for for no reason her her it's not a skirt it's a trench coat but it's like hiked up over. But her it has pie. this huge collar that goes up, and I get it. It's very 1920s, but this yeah. wasn't written in the 1920s, so I'm like, why would she still have that super whatever <laughs> art deco it if you want? Um, <laughs> or maybe it was also a thing in the 40s. No, I'm wrong. It, it was a thing in the 40s. Yeah, it well, still looks weird. Well, hold on, before <laughs> we get too far too deep into hyping on the tropes, what this actually did is present a lot of like not necessarily forgotten stories, but kind of yeah. pushed aside by some of the more popular fare. Well, uh, that became more prominent over the years. You know, X-Men, your Captain Americas, and especially now with um, Iron Man and the MCU, a lot of people don't really remember that Marvel's origins were in these uh, lower-level characters dealing with, you know, scientists and detectives and monsters and all this. And these <laughs> were uh, a way to bring these stories back uh, to people. We were just really shocked when we expected, we're going to see some classic Marvel tales of heroes <laughs> like, and heroism back I in the expect- day. That, you know, I'll be... Fair. I expected all of this. You expected this? Yes. <laughs> because, when, when he... because I'm well, okay, so one, I'm well aware of the time in which these stories were written. Uh-huh. And the kind and I'm not saying like there's anything wrong with people wrote that. I'm just saying what would have been acceptable viewpoints at the time, especially coming out of white America. And I'm like, yeah, no, I expected all of this. <laughs> I also watch a lot of old movies, like black and white old movies, so mm-hmm. yeah, no. I, I expect this kind of <laughs> And the only thing I can I can equate to like the level of violence that we saw in between some of the worst dialogue. Oh yeah, across. no, the they they were they were calm. Oh, yeah, man. standards for like legitimate dialogue were much lower back then. But no, there's um before the the uh, Shazam, I know it's DC, before y'all jump on me, but mm-hmm. before the Shazam movie came out, uh, a lot of folks uh, cut together all the quote unquote defeats from the old uh, ni- um nineteen 19- I don't even remember, like, you know, uh, 30s, 40s, uh, Shazam, uh, short serial, mm. uh, that went to, um, to the movies, to the, to the, um. the, the pictures, uh, okay, where, yeah, yeah where it's just like, everyone thinks it's gonna be this caped hero defeating criminals, and he's just, like, throwing bank robbers off buildings <laughs> and such, and just this dude, like, tries to shoot him, and he's just got this evil look on his face, I'm gonna crush your bits, like, <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the only thing I can equate it to because I remember uh, George Reeves would like punch, you know, criminals and maybe they'd fall over, uh, you know. I don't, uh, and I wonder, hmm? part of me wonders if, like, during that particular time in Hollywood, like, they self-censored by using the Hays Code. Hmm. So I wonder if cartoons fell under the same um, Look, I remember. I remember old Disney cartoons where Daisy shot herself in the head because she was having she, problems with Donald. Okay, that I remember. Um, I remember oh, Elmer. Okay. Elmer, no, wait, Elmer. No, I did. Yeah, sorry. how many times have that we watched happens. Elmer shoot Daffy in the face? Well, there was a Tom and Jerry cartoon where they both sat on some train tracks after the girlfriends left him. Like, it, yeah, these are things that happened. Hey, hey um, let's not forget some that. of the early Disney shorts are really violent, mm-hmm. and com- comparable in the way that um, the Warner Brothers shorts were violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, cartoons weren't necessarily for kids. Um, they were just things that they made that usually played before movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very true. Comics, however, were more often than not meant for kids. Af- yeah. when we're Especially after comic World strips, War II. Yeah, when we're talking comic strips and newspapers, those were really meant for adults, but the comic books were meant for kids initially, mm-hmm. and then you started getting more for adults. Now, I think a lot of these on. were the ones that ran in the comic strips, opposed to, like, for their first run, these were comic strips. I kind of hope so, and I also kind of don't, because if I opened up a newspaper at any point during my work day, and I got to see the human torch, like, boiling people in a swimming pool, <laughs> I mean, and just, yes. like, and, and just, like, commenting on it, this is what you get for being in the general vicinity of a bad guy, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it was... Man. Yeah, because oh. there's it's funny because there was a dialogue change between one of the um sets of comics of Human Torch, mm-hmm. where one is just like he's lost and confused, like he's like very innocent, and he's like I don't know why everybody hits me, and oh god, why does everything I touch get destroyed? No. And, <laughs> yes, he sounded but, just like that. That's how I read it. That's how I read it. <laughs> but then in that secondary version, the dialogue's changed a little bit, and he's like, ha ha, you can't take me down. That's not enough water to put out my flame. And then he just like, kills somebody, <laughs> and it's like, hey, before you care, now you don't care. Yeah, well, hey, this was also a world where for some reason the fire chief where it's like, okay, we can't put this guy out with, with water, so let me pull out my gun and shoot him in the forehead. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, that and, happened too. And, like, and, yes. and even when not aflamed, he's so warm that he melts the bullet yep. on contact. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good job. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. That that all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story of trying to like harness, your, like understand harnessing power. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, oh, I did, don't really know did, that it relates you, to the common man. But <laughs> did you read the no. the um the race car story that was in between the comments? Yeah, I caught that. Uh, the, it, like, Why was that so this, weirdly erotic towards the end? Like all I can imagine is again they were they were gauging their audience and it's like yeah these are young boys some of them are gonna be nearing puberty right about now so they're like fast cars it's, and fast women let's see how we can it's just on. the way they describe <laughs> driving the race car it got I was like I feel uncomfortable he's like like his body just got harder and harder as he pushed towards <laughs> it. I was like. I'm like, I hope somebody else is noticing this besides me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, one of the things that got me is, like, I expected to see some, you know, some, some cool origin stories. I'm like, the Masked Rider, I'm not familiar with this character. And the whole thing was just like, this dude, he was wronged by some cats who was going back. It's like a revenge story. He's like, nah, I'm coming to get you, suck. And then you and your boys suck. And he just, like, beats up every law enforcement professional that he's trying to help. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here to help you, but your methods are too slow. Let me... <laughs> I'm like, who the f- 
on. <laughs> and then he puts on the black mask, and I'm and I'm like, not not like a not covering the face or like no, no it's it's yeah. like it covers his entire head. It is one step from blackface. That's the only thing I got from that bit. Like in every, it's version. like almost if you took a, oh, this is gonna be a terrible comparison. It's almost like <laughs> like <laughs> if you took a clan hood, tied it, tied it black. See, you know what I was, I was and I was, put a cowboy hat on. <laughs> See, I was gonna say the gimp, a, a, a gimp mask from that's like, from, like one, No, yours is so much better. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, Cause, yeah, because not as tight as a gimp mask. But yeah. All right. Well, we've made a lot of fun of this, but it, it's actually a good display of some of the early Marvel stories. And mind you, it's gonna throw you a lot of curves, which is very surprising. I believe it or not, believe it or not, it's a thumbs up. Because it's just so damn ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. But if you're a Marvel fan, it's like this is this is it's a piece of history, really. Yeah, and it's got like it's got <laughs> a, a lot of the uh, the little in, a little it, the it, it, it interjects like some Real. of the random corny uh, one offs. Real know, curious like, about Neymar's relationship with his cousin, though. Yeah, that, that, that too. Um, it's it's got some suspect stuff. Just going so like much. eyes open. But yeah, I give it a thumbs up because if you're if you're any kind of Marvel historian, like you want these stories and like in between each story they've got like little bits, you know, classic covers, they show the original prints, you mm -hmm. know, the damaged ones that were restored. They showed how they tried to find the names of uh some of the people that weren't credited way back in the day mm -hmm. and how they made a big deal about that. It's it was it's interesting mm -hmm. at the very at the very least. What you call it? And don't forget the interviews with yes. the um the writers from like the the um the creator of the Submariner and um of uh, what's the other one? Human Torch. So like it was there's nice like background information. So I yeah, I agree with you with the thumbs up. It like as a historical piece, it's interesting to look at. Yeah. As any kind of moral, reputable citizen. You don't it's, it's going, mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> too much casual murder, racism, and sexism. But it is an interesting snapshot of comics then and how marvel got its big start you know like so it's, it's, yeah yeah it's yeah. it's more textbook than entertainment but there is some entertainment to be found if you have the right <laughs> sense of humor yeah that's, that's, that's the main selling point there all right brendo you agree or disagree yeah no i, I liked it i uh lot, lot, I, I really like the original kind of context that they that they presented it in which was like all right, so surprisingly, if it's thumbs up all around, it's the Marvel 80th Anniversary Special Edition. You can find it now. This it's... is their choice. <laughs> <laughs> look at all that you have. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you look <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's go there. <laughs> Next week, we'll cover the oh-so-progressive origins of the Rawhide Kid. Oh, good lord. <laughs> all right, so now let's talk about the Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling movie special. Hmm. Okay, now please tell me I'm not the only one that got to see this. I yeah, saw it. I saw it. Okay, I liked right, it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't. Sorry. Ah, I know. There's always one. I know. Always one. Right. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of the original <laughs> cartoon. Like I, I, I don't know if it was just that I like I missed that era or it just missed me. Mm -hmm. I was um, yeah. So I, I, I didn't have like a particular draw to it, but that's. 
No, it, no, that, that's fair. And in my personal opinion, then if you ha- if you didn't watch it back in the days, you would hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about is the Rockers Modern Life uh, movie special that just came out um, called Static Cling. This was for a long time they've been talking about rebooting uh, Rockers Modern Life, the original Nicktoon. Uh, animated series, which was pretty popular back in the '90s, and has been yeah. off the air forever. And I mean, since then, the creators have gone off. Since okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the creators have gone on other projects. You know, um, uh, Camp Laszlo was, I think, the most prominent. Oh, uh, yeah. the voice of uh, of uh, Rocco and the other other characters, um, Carlos uh, Carlos Alazraki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who believe it or not, Rocco was not his most famous um, uh, uh, role. He was also the Taco Bell dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 but all, and you might also recognize him if you're more contemporary as Officer Garcia from Reno Nine One One. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so um, the show was big back in the in, in the day and was uh, like like a touchstone for a specific generation. The problem is, I think that's exactly who they made this for. And well, no I mean, else. who else were they gonna make it? For? Yeah, it's a forty-five minute thing that they yeah. threw on Netflix randomly. All right. Like, yeah, like I, I feel like it is for. The, I, I can't imagine who else this would be for. Like, I'm not saying it's not entertaining outside of being it, but it's so much. It, it calls back so much to the original series. Like, there. They're characters who aren't even explained, so you just have to already know who they are. Like when the giant nipples came on the screen. <laughs> like, yeah. If you didn't know the original, you wouldn't understand what that was about. Yeah. You make a very fair And point. even, even yeah. I was like, oh my god, get that off. That's, a, <laughs> that's like the No, well, of course that's the words right there. That's, that's not what you want to say. To the giant nipples. <laughs> All right, so Jerry, you want to give our <laughs> give our audience a proper breakdown of what Rocco's modern life? Okay, um, glad it cling is about. Okay, just the movie. Yeah. Um, at the end of the series, I guess they were launched into space for some reason. Uh, it's and the been, show got canceled. So yeah, it's too long for me to remember why they were up in space. <laughs> yeah, but no they, one remembers why, really. I think. Yeah. A... They like uh, they they and then they were in space for like twenty years. And the movie's about them returning to Earth and how everything's completely different from the way it was in, like, 1996 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So, and they have to try to get um, their favorite cartoon back on the air because it's the one thing that Rocco has that, like, can be the same. Uh, the one last, like, the thing he clings to. Yes. That can static clings to. Some, yes, static clings to. <laughs> wait, wait, yes and that. Wait, wait there. All right. Um, now, dude, I was a huge fan to the point where I still like quote random things just cause. <laughs> and then one of the greatest discoveries I made in college was finding people who uploaded those mm. uh, random like all the far too adult for kids gags mm. on YouTube. Um, um, like the hotel where he's like he and Heifer are trying to check in. We don't have any rooms for the night. Ding! Thing goes goes up behind him. Oh, looks like we had a premature departure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? You got me. Yeah. Um, the, the the episode I found out when I couldn't find it again that Nickelodeon refused to show again. The one where uh, they visit the dude ranch and Heifer gets milked. Oh yeah. Heifer, Heifer is not a Heifer is not, is not a female. Yeah. So when they hooked up the milking machine and he goes all yeah. starry eyed, <laughs> I understood that later in life. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he got. Yeah. Milked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't pour that on your cereal. Um, so when I was when I when I heard that they were bringing back Rocco, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, dude, I'm excited to see it again. I wanted more stories, but it's been a long time 
how they gonna approach this? Are they gonna try to just rehash the old stories? Are they gonna do like a Teen Titans Go thing where for a completely new generation we're gonna remove Please all don't. like the yeah that <laughs> <laughs> would completely defeat the point of the show so please don't do yeah but uh they gave something definitely unique there um what were your impressions hmm fucking you know poll the people who watched it <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea I, <laughs> yeah I like, like, it, so. <laughs> like i like i think i liked it yeah mm-hmm. like i, I want to say I, I liked it um I definitely laughed, and you know what? There's a there's a funny wink wink to the audience in it, essentially about wanting the things that we loved as kids to come back, mm-hmm. and maybe we are a little naive to expect it not to change. And because yeah. I mean, that's the overarching story of the that's the overarching lesson to this whole thing is that yeah, change is gonna happen, and you know what? Even the old things aren't gonna necessarily be the same, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, it's a movie about accepting change. Yeah, and I like, it. yeah, like was cool. Wow, like, I'm really surprised. I, I I watched this like I feel like he responded like Rocco after. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the whole thing is filled with gags about oh my god, there's a cell phone, and then uh, 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 you know, ten minutes later, there's a new model cell phone. But I mean, wait, I gotta get the new cell phone oh my god and why is everyone drinking coffee these are 10 year old 10 plus year old gags but they would that, be fresh to someone who hadn't been in the zeitgeist for over 20 no, years no they would be fresh to someone who's been in a coma for the last 20 years right? and that's like kind now, of supposed to be the thought process is, yeah dude it's hack though it's it's, it's if, 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 if this was released in 2010 it would have been the stuff, you know. I mean, look, we got new iPhones and Androids all over the place. No, Everyone's think, really, really turned off. Oh my god, this is a that trend. was only like the first like ten minutes of it, and it's like just you know to you know fill up the just just to establish how different things are compared to when they left. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like, I feel like they should have been better than that. I, I feel like I mean, well, how else do you negotiate the culture shifts in the last twenty years? It well, hey, it can be done. And I would like to see how you would do it. Animate a cartoon right now. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. But thank you for trying to. Let me see your better ideas, sir. It's a very Trump-like approach to it. I, I see what you're doing there. I was mean um, and uncalled for. <laughs> no, it's like I see what they were trying to do, but it's like I feel like they may have written this back in like 2002 to 2005. It was finished like, in okay, 2015. So yeah, still, it's still late, but yeah, yeah, it feels like. Well, what I'm getting at is they presented what could have been a really progressive and interesting story, and then they kind of, I don't know, they really, there was no good idea here. They just really wanted to get it out. And, I mean, I felt that as I'm watching. It's like, this presents the first uh, trans character in the Nicktoons universe. Any Nicktoons universe. Yeah, they're, they're, like, and they're going to acknowledge that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that could have been huge. and then they, They're not going to acknowledge that as canon, though. You know mm, they're not. They, they've, they've got to. They changed Why? A, a, Why? A, this was on Netflix. This was yeah. not on Nickelodeon. <sighs> if Well, if it's going to be continued anywhere, it would be continued on Netflix, which would make it a... No longer a Nicktoon. Well, but still that universe, though. Like, that exists. They, otherwise, I'm why just saying Nickelodeon could easily argue that, you know, uh, this is a different universe of Rocco yeah. over here and Rocco's no longer a Nicktoon other well, than the syndicated version. Well, then I would love to see how Nick, how Nickelodeon responds to the PR that they would receive, um, to the PR just like bomb in their face that would result from them saying, the second we got a trans character, no, that's not associated <laughs> with us. We can't have that. No, they, they can just not acknowledge it. You make it sound like Nickelodeon's one of the more progressive. Um, no, I'm making it sound like Nickelodeon does not want that problem. You know what I'm saying? They don't want that. 
they they can't like probably won't come it's out. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Kevin Hart in the dance battles. Like, I think this is such uh, so. I feel like this is so niche. It probably won't come up. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> you know what? I applaud them on that. I applaud them on having a storyline that it wasn't just like a thing. I would have kind of liked it if it was a thing because it felt like they sensationalized it. But they sensationalized it in point of no acceptance. Yep. Is better than just you know I'm turning my back on my son because he's different. You know, it's like. I get what they were doing there, but everything else was surrounded by the most hack comedy, the ti- just the, the the tired story writing. Perhaps I just like. I had hoped. Yeah, have you, I love Rocco. That's why it, this Rocco's kind of corny. Have you watched it in the last like, like, like ten years? I or have so? not been able to. <laughs> you should it was probably on, watch it. Stretch <laughs> where it was on Netflix for like a year in like yeah, two thousand seven or something like that, and it's hard to get through. Mm. It really is. Like it's it's corny and it's for and kids. Very like, much. Like some so. of it's adult it's not, humor, but like it's yeah, for kids. it has that weird adult humor, like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. But it it doesn't go quite as hard as Ren and Stimpy does, mm. or at least it's not as clever as the first two seasons. No, I, I think it was. I think it was. No, not, nothing should go as hard as Ren and Stimpy did. That Ren and Stimpy was. <laughs> mm, but Ren, 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 okay, Ren and Stimpy should. No, no, no. Have itself. you seen the lost episodes? No. Okay, then. You know, George um, come on. now. No, no, no. Uh, Ru- see, Ru- he's seen him. He made yeah. a face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I, I, I see what you're saying, and yeah. you're right. Maybe I am looking at just those clips of the favorite gags what over the years the through, yeah, through Rose to the Glass. You're, 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 what you call it? You're thinking of Monty Python in the highlight reel. Oh. <laughs> oh but there are sketches that aren't funny. Those were so rough. <laughs> those were so like, rough. you ever just watched the whole, a uh, whole Monty Python episode without... Yes, I have. Yeah, and it gets hard sometimes. I'm, I'm looking at Ministry of Funny Walks thinking like, yo, 10-year-old me was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? No, maybe I am thinking about it with rose-tinted glasses, but that, that, that still doesn't change the fact that I watched this and did not enjoy it myself. I can't speak for, like, the, all the audiences yeah. that saw it, but for me, this was... Dude, as much as it actually pains me to say, because this was my favorite Nicktoon, like all, out of all of them, even Mine more too. than I mean, Renaissance. I won't say it was my favorite, but I did really like it. Right, yeah, but dude, as a, I gotta give this a thumbs down, right. and that, that yo, he's hurts. like it hurts my heart. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he was Rocco when he was watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Why did they no! bring it back and make it different? <laughs> Thumbs up for me. Yeah. yeah. Yo, this is exactly what happened with that Dave Harbour thing. It's so disparate too. It's just like I'm all this one. Y'all enthusiastic right up there. Like yeah, no, I was entertained. I don't know. I was entertained, and when Rocco and his friends accepted the trans character, my heart leaped. So that's all I asked for. Yeah, I like the little mountain when they watched the um the new version, and like I got it. I was like, oh yeah, I see what you're trying to say to the fans. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. And I'm like, you know what? We can't always have it the way we want it. But you know what? Appreciating things. And appreciating the creative work that was done and things for what they are is yeah. okay too. Yeah, I feel personally attacked by that. I feel like that's what it's saying. All right. I will say there was one part where they like try to make the, a new fat heads out of like CGI computers. Oh, man. That was like it went terribly. I kind of wish that they had like even as like a post credits thing made an actual cartoon like that and put oh. it at the end because that would have been funny but otherwise yeah I almost wish they had done like a, a failed test screening yeah. where, where the audience was like ah this is awful like, there's like a lot oh, more they could have done like somebody story, like lit themselves but... on fire because it's so awful yeah. like that that would have been great in that respect though is it wrong to have thought if they did do that I would expect them to just like hold on a, a jar of mayonnaise 
Yeah, the whole credit sequence. Yeah, I'm but they would, but they would like continuously show it, so it's like no, this is actual video, just like yeah. pan around it or something. Yeah, <laughs> could have been. I, there could have been more, but I'm still giving it a thumbs up. Yeah, it's my thing. All right, yeah. all right. So it, it, it appeals to different tastes. Apparently, <laughs> um, it's Rocco's Modern Life. It's called Static Cling. You can actually check it out now on Netflix. So if you're interested, dude, go to it. Now, I know I got to check out Good Boys. Jared, you can check out Good Boys. I was, I was with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like road dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the two of us got to check out a uh, stream of Good Boys. It's a new Seth Rogen produced comedy starring three good boys who are just out trying to have a good time on the town. No, that sounds very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're what? Uh, eight, there was eight, eight years old, ten years old. There's yeah, something about that. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, is it? Is it? To... Is it like when Bart Simpson went on his squishy vendor? <laughs> A little, mm. not quite, but kind of. I, I'm surprised that they didn't have a scene like that. Though. Yeah, yeah. There was no drug trip. Even not they, 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 they did their best to try to almost get that in there. You think it's gonna happen? Right? Even Seth, even Seth Rogen's like, okay, there's some lines I can't cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he not, tried. Not to say he hasn't before, because in what was it the the last Christmas one, the Christmas movie he did the other year with Anthony Mackie and what you call it? I can't remember what it was called. There, but there, I was, know there was, oh, there wait, was the party one. Or last night? What was it? I don't remember. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, I would call no, like sausage party as the as, as the. No, no, because that was intended for adults. <laughs> so, right, no, well, no, this, this but, one you will you will see how erroneous that well, statement no, is. No, because I mean specifically this... about a child getting high. Because in that movie, a child gets high on cocaine. Ah. <laughs> All right, we're we're there now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, in Good Boys, this is the story of three young kids. There's four. <laughs> Luke, no, this was this was rife with like the the hippieish names, uh, the, the the hipster-esque names that Strong parents would give their kids these days. What's wrong with what's wrong with hipster names? I have a niece named Rain. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and they're just trying to basically like live. They're trying to make it to their first uh, you know boy girl kissing party and Aww. just trying to be cool. You know, not get hassled in their in their like final years in middle school. And I'm like, you know, I, 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 I get this, you know, this, yeah. these like little kids, they just want to, you know, earn that respect as they move on to the next chapter in life. And it starts off with just a gag to let you know what this movie is when it is, because these kids are, believe it or not, actual good boys where the rest of the world would, and you know, the internet would have you believe, <laughs> oh, good boys, I guess they're all about porn and, you know, all types of suspect <laughs> activity. Like, no, these things are around, but they're literally just trying to be good kids mm -hmm. and still, you know, have friends and, you know, be popular and stuff. And your main characters are good. They're not like, you know, out causing trouble doing, uh, you know, tagging up stuff and vandalizing, but they are all susceptible to, uh, to peer pressure. You know, maybe I will have a severe to prove I'm not a, you know, dink to... <laughs> Dink, how old am I? <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean. Like, I, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the nerd outcast. Yeah. You know, and they just happen to get into a lot of hijinks. Now, where this gets a little gets his hook from is that these are Seth Rogen style hijinks. Mm -hmm. So, Jay, you want to give the uh, the good people your impressions on Good Boys? Uh, yeah. It was very much like one of those coming of age, like trying to get to a party movie, like all... like super bad. Like book smart. Why are they always trying to get to a party? Like there's always children trying to get to a party at some key turning point in life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you ever knows that? Hard to hard to get to. I don't I know. Because <laughs> my mom just dropped me off. <laughs> I feel like it's an easy mechanic though. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't get to point A to point. Why is that so difficult? Well, uh, it's different in the suburbs, I guess. I'm from Boston. I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Like right, the T is just right there. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like bus pass. <laughs> Stay out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but now yeah, yeah. these kids just want to get to the party. And yeah. Now, mind you, with these types of stories, it's usually with, like, older teens, with college kids, even with adults sometimes. When yeah. it's done with, like, little, little kids, that, that's a unique um, perspective. And usually it's only done in Disney sitcoms, where their idea of a party is all these kids standing around with red cups, but they're filled with punch. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, this is not how kids party. Y'all have not been, you know, but I'm it's, I'm sorry. I guess you're all 50. Their parents would have bought so many Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Sorry. what happens is when one of these kids' dad's drone, because this age, y'all, his drone gets destroyed, he needs to replace it so he doesn't get grounded, so he can go to this boy-girl kissing party and actually lot. get the, you know, plant one on this girl he's got a crush on. Yeah. And the way they play with the mechanics, I wasn't exactly sure who this was for, because there's that whole, there's that whole back and forth where it's like, oh, he and this girl have this cute little crush. Yep. And that's adorable. And they've got the one friend of this little girl who's just like the mediator between them. It's like, yeah, so I don't want to, you know, I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe if you had a crush on her, maybe we could let you know that she may or may not have a crush on you. Oh, my God. Who remembers that? Go play? Yeah. Like, Remember those conversations? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, don't tell him I like him, but find out if he likes me. Yeah, yeah. Well, but don't like, tell him I like him, and don't tell him I told you to ask him. That's exactly how it works. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's both the, like the she's the best friend, she's the representative, she's the hype yeah. man, she's the PR. Right. Oh, maybe because so, I've, so, I've done that multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I would get that done just with like notarized notes packed back. Like, it would get so but, long you know, like, after a while. But like each one, you know, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe check it out. Know, that's a good idea. You're talking, you're talking about adults nowadays. Like with the party of the first part, <laughs> it's called a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, but in, in this in the same movie you have that, and here's where it messed me up. You, okay. can, you can tell me if you would agree or disagree. Even though I heard your reaction next to me. <laughs> um, in the same movie we have that like cute exchange, and we gotta. I can't get grounded because I want to go to. I want to go. Maybe I'll get to yeah. hold her hand. Is the same movie we also have these dudes. I'm gonna give her this pearl necklace I found in my in my in my parents' closet, and it's just a string of anal beads. <gasps> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like you can't give these to her. They smell like shit. And I'm like. Yo, y'all are y'all are eight. Yeah, you know it's like they're little kids, and there's a whole scene where they get into a fight in the frat house, yeah. and they're just kicking the stuff. The okay, okay, the general. They uh, somehow get to movie. Molly. It's and that's yeah. kind of a thing it, that yeah. It but becomes they don't take it. a story of these little kids trying to replace some drugs mm. for these teenage girls who are also threatening them with both this violence like, and grounding. This is like book smart meets freaking Sandlot. A little bit, mm, yeah. <laughs> it was a little, a little more heinous. You throw yeah. in, okay, yeah, a little okay. Bad in there no, no, too. both of yeah. those are done by Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> and you're in the ballpark. Oh, yeah. so it's a masterpiece? No, 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 Stanley Kubrick. All Stanley Kubrick movies are weirdly sexual, so let's not. No, no. Uh, am I, I wrong? I don't think this is weirdly sexual, other than like the fixation Dude, on like little kids. They having... beat up dudes in a frat house with sex toys. Yeah. I know, but I mean, that's that not sexual. Make it sexual. There was a sex-related item. Yeah, but not necessarily... there was several sex-related items. That's yeah. like when they when they when they blocked the convenience store door with the double-ended dildo. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I... It's yeah, all this stuff. Was I mean, in that's the movie. what was handy. I assume. Yeah. Oh, all right. You know what? I feel like you're. I feel like you're gonna <laughs> want to like this movie, no matter everything I, I, I say. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave this <laughs> yeah, the okay. joke I made before the... I realized I made it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jake, this is a quick breakdown of your, like, impressions, impressions. Okay. Uh, Overall, it was good. I think there's, like, a... It was fine. It was just kind of, like, a bit of a... a Kind of a one-joke movie. Mm -hmm. In the sense that it's like, oh, these kids, 
now they got sex toys. And like there's and it was I thought it was funny most of the way through and then like the third act it's like, okay, now we gotta settle down and get into whatever emotional truth we're trying to <laughs> express. Now these friends are gonna have some interpersonal, you know, conflict. But like for the first like, I don't know, sixty minutes, just joke, 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 and it worked pretty well for me. I mean there's a part of me that's like I could have handed some anal beads to like a child, but like they would address me for that. So, <laughs> like, but like, yeah, I, I can't imagine what the actual like you know waiver to the parents before this movie looked like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. are oh, you okay with I your mean, with, your, with your child tasting residue? Like, what, yeah. how, whoa, what? I mean, like I said before, and I did figure out the name of the movie. It was the night before. Oh. Um, I mean, what did they give that child's parents for a waiver? Because literally, your kid is going to play a child hopped up on drugs all night long. Yeah. This one had a reaction to what was left on a sex doll in their <laughs> mouth. So oh. I'm just 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 putting that out there. For yeah. You. Um I had a like different impressions. Like I went yeah. in and after the after the first bit like um gag with the father, I was like, oh it's that kind of movie. I guess they're gonna go to some extremes, but this is actually funny. Uh, Will Forte is in here. I thought he'd have a more, you know, a yeah, more, uh, more pronounced role. role. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm like, this is the this is the type of comedy we're coming from. You know what? I'm on board for this. Let's do it because okay. I'm get, I'm getting some solid chuckles here, and it's kids, but it's not like kid E. And then it gets to where it goes, and I mean, there were some genuinely funny parts. Some, you're right. I I had some serious, like, legit laughs. Mm. Like when the um when you get the one girl. Who is uh, having the back and forth with her nice guy boyfriend? Oh yeah, and he I like, like immediately goes to like the, <laughs> it, it's like, well, you know, you're not hot enough for me, anyways. I guess I can't deal with your drugs anymore. Like, yeah, but you, you, what, yeah, yeah, you, 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 that was a really thin, thinly coated veil of like the nice guy, anyways. But now we get where you're coming from, and then for some reason, her friend, who was like. So yeah, I know he was a douche, but did did you get the drugs before you? you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. she, she was I all mean, about that. Priorities, yeah. man. Priorities. Well, oh, apparently so. <laughs> when these kids are running off with um, what well, well, they don't know at the time is uh, these girls, uh, these girls Molly, they plan to have a, a fun night with. This this girl jumps out of the car, and the kids are getting away on bikes and going through the park so the girls can't drive after them in their, in their yeah. SUV. So this girl jumps out of the car, and then it's straight Terminator 2. Yeah. And she's like, she's doing the run yeah. afterwards. It's a serious face the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, maybe that was like her that. inspiration. Yeah, was, oh, she watched mm. that real hard for her yeah. full method. It, it did stuff like that, which I did think was actually pretty clever and pretty funny. Uh, and then it does the unrealistic stuff where I'm like, I feel like they, they should have been better than this. Mm. You know, like the kids automatically lost all common sense when they just needed to, when, when they needed that to work for the story you know mm-hmm. they're like okay we're aware of things and I've been cautious the rest of this movie and you know have known who to speak to who not to you know proper things to say we have the internet we're aware of like dumb stuff people do yet we still feel the need to cross a what was it an eight lane highway six lane highway something yeah. Like that. yeah yeah I mean, just, just cause do you spend you know? a lot of time with children yes yeah. I do <laughs> I I I, 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 I believe that completely. I was like, like no, yeah. Like, I mean, it's like that girl who died a couple years ago playing Pokemon Go, trying to hit Charizard across a busy highway. Like she sh- and she was not a small child. Okay, okay. She was a Maybe teenager. a better example than <laughs> they uh, convenient trope that they work in these types of stories is they always have the one friend who he's so convicted, so uh-huh. committed to his morality yep. that even though he's that's going like, to be the one that's going to get the most debauched. 
yeah. in any yeah. scenario. No, he's the one that's going to arbitrarily start snitching on himself and everyone around him just because. You know, it's like, I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm going to tell a cop, we have drugs on us! Yeah. He, he didn't ask. He didn't suspect <laughs> He wasn't even on this side of the store, but you just start yelling because you saw a cop in the radius of your of your clearly we see where his um his fear responses are <laughs> yeah but he also like he told them that his parents the complete truth when they yeah that was so, that know, was a bit like they didn't he's, ask he's such a, this he was and, like my favorite character he was like such oh, good teacher i've, I've known kids who are that honest to the yeah. point that they didn't realize that they were telling on themselves sometimes because yeah. they were told that they weren't they don't they shouldn't lie so they never understood the power of the soft lie like yeah. a white lies like a save your butt kind of situation like they don't know that they just they've told always tell the truth so that is exactly what they do yeah. i totally seen kids like this. yeah that was like the one thing that ran emotionally <laughs> true to me because it was like a kid who's just trusted all the authorities around him right his whole life just being like oh oh now i'm not doing what they want me to do well i don't know how to do how to process this uh i have drugs like <laughs> <laughs> all right well then what didn't ring what didn't ring the, the towards the end they kind of get into like fighting with each other about this terrible day that they've had mm-hmm. and that didn't uh, work for me as much because it kind of felt like the movie just stopped being this goofy comedy and just started being like the these like oh now now everyone's sad and now we can't be friends anymore and, uh, and it's kind of predictable um, especially considering that's like so many movies have done that already mm-hmm. and it didn't really that beforehand it kind of just happened after I think they got grounded or something like that. I can't remember what part of the movie happened. Well, I can I can see that. Yeah. It starts off like really trying to cement their deep friendship. Yep. And even at random points in the movie, it goes on about how like the reason they're in all this together mm-hmm. is because their friendship is so tight. And then they sprinkle in little reminders. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, I will also say like the scenes at the beginning where it's like they're doing their like they stop doing things that they really want to do yeah because they're trying to be the cool kids uh they're the beanbag boys that's the name of the kids there yeah um when thor decided they have beanbags beanbag chairs oh beanbag they hang out yeah i always wanted to wonder those times the kid Sorry, I, I, I did. I, and I sat in one as an adult. Yeah. Be, yeah, right. That's why I don't have yeah, one as an left. adult. Yeah. I'm like, oh, left the child crap. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, what this comes down to, for me at least, is I feel like it didn't know where it wanted to be, and like from the jump, because again, we got that story of these kids and their solid friendship. We got the comedy of like, you know, uh, uh, well, you know, we're in this predicament. We got to get out of there because I got to make this party. And then we got the whole thing with like these kids dealing with situations where they're like the frat kids were really trying to hurt them. And I'm like, <laughs> they're still little kids and they're in like danger, danger. And also it's the story of, what's up? No, you, you know, know, you know what? Frat kids you, target, like, no, when I was like five, I, I was picked on by someone 10 years older than me, like yep. viciously. Like, and he tried to beat us. me. Like, so, to say that older kids won't pick on younger kids um, viciously oh, no, is that's not, not what, even... That's, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. In this movie, it felt like they just kind of threw in a lot of random stuff because they thought at the time, well, this might be funny here, and this might be I mean, funny, and this might be funny. That could but there be was legit no, the thought process. But there was yeah. no story. That that's a, that's a problem for me. If I'm going mm-hmm. in for a movie where it's like, you're giving me an emotional relationship between yeah. three kids and their powerful friendship, then show me that movie. Don't, like, crowbar it in at the very end, yeah. and then, you know, have it be at the end of what seemed like a completely different movie, and stuff like that. You know, um, I actually, kind of, I'm kind of disappointed I gotta give this a thumbs down. Mm. Because it just didn't get me. Like, I had some, like, legit laughs. I thought 
I was like really liking it, and then it just got too all over the place. So, so. sort of a Seth Rogen esque movie that then needs a uh, studio hook at the end to kind of like get it made. Kind of sort of thing. I mean, I mean, we're like, I've got this great idea, but this never gonna get made. So yeah. here's a piece of information that you need to greenlight it, mm. and then I've seen, I've seen him do I some mean, pretty crappy stuff. Yeah. But Jer, you're yeah, your I, I still enjoy most of his yeah. movies. Yeah, okay, I want I'm, you to see this movie next time before you inject such. <laughs> you you walking in that? Well, I feel like this would have been fine. This would have been fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just just saying when you say. It, I was on comment on things that you said that sure. was. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna put that right no. on your forehead. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that could be true, but I do like Seth Rogen's movies. Like even his too. not that's great why, movies. Yeah, I like that's why this movie. put me out though. Do I like, like Sausage Party? Everyone. I sausage love party. Sausage Party. That yeah. was the best movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 me and my husband laughed yeah. so hard. Jay, what's hey, up? I'm giving it like a. It has a ten thumbs up. I like. I laughed. Laughed for most of it. And I think if you're gonna see this movie based on the trailers, you're just gonna want the jokes. It's just like you know. The like emotional core doesn't work for me, but the jokes were fine. So yeah, overall it's a thumbs up. It's not like the best movie I've seen. I think uh, out of even this like very specific trying to get a bunch of kids trying to get to a party genre, mm-hmm. Booksmart earlier this year way better. Yeah, we mentioned a couple of those Booksmart super and bad. um and Super Bad. Yeah, it just, I bet it was better than the Sleepover. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like it's it's good, but it could be better. It's fine for what it is. So yeah. All right. I don't think it tries to be more than that, and so it gets the rating accordingly. All right, all right. Yeah. It's a split decision. Um, yeah. Good Boys. Um, it's produced by Seth Rogen. It's actually in theaters now. If you want to check it out, and guys, we are about, we are out of time. Yeah. Wow. So I want to thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Geek Down. If you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, do find us on social media We're on Facebook slash the Geek Down on. Uh, Twitter at the Geek Down. Find us on SoundCloud and download the episodes Geek Dash Down. Dude, find us on iTunes. Just search the Geek it's Down. You can't anymore. It's well, you know, whatever your preferred yeah. podcast provider is. It will be iTunes or... until September. Well, <laughs> 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 any podcast app. You type in the Geek Down, you'll see all episodes there. Do like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hit us up with messages. Shana has promised to personally respond to each and every one. No how long <laughs> it takes her, so you get to talk to that. <laughs> Lovely individual. He's there. just mean now. And yeah. I want to thank Shayna. I want to thank Jay Palapa. I want to thank Brendo. And I want to thank you. And mind you all, we'll catch you next. Ah, well, whenever the show next show comes up. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. <laughs>